Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Greg Maturi, currently the pastor of St. Dominic's Parish in Youngstown. Welcome, Father. Thanks for having me, Tim. It's great to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you here. We're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT about uh, Jesus and the nature of Jesus. And question 90 of the UCAT asks, did Jesus really work miracles or are they just pious tales? Yeah, it's hard for us to understand that miracles are real. We live in a post-enlightenment, thoroughly scientific uh, culture here in the Western world where uh, the, the, the notion of uh, a miracle is simply uh, some has some natural explanation uh, that we will one day determine what the natural explanation is um, because in our post enlightenment western culture we don't think supernatural things can happen we the, our culture doesn't believe in the supernatural to begin with let alone that the that the supernatural will so uh, our culture has a hard time understanding miracles however Jesus really did work miracles. The miracles that Jesus worked are real. They really happened. And they're important. Why are they important? Because Jesus did not expect anyone to believe what he said simply because he said it. How could they? He was saying some things that seemed to differ with what they had been taught in their Jewish faith. And um, so Jesus, in order to confirm that what he said was true, worked miracles. They were as a audiovisual confirmation that what he would that you could trust him, that what he said was true, that he had a real connection to God. And um, even though they didn't understand the nature of that connection exactly, many understood that the miracles that he worked indicated that he had some connection to God and what he said was true. Did it prove that what he said was true? Was true? No. But it gave them reason to believe that what he said was true. And this is this is very important. Faith, the nature of faith is miracles. Why? And I'll tell you why. What do I mean that? Because faith has as its purpose to bring us to understand, to accept the revelation that Jesus Christ has brought and that's handed down to us through the teaching of the church. And through that acceptance of that revelation, of that truth, to come to know the Lord more deeply and to love him and so enjoy eternal life with him in heaven. Faith, that's the trajectory of faith, so that we may come to know the truth. But faith is not blind. It doesn't have sight, but it, it's faith 
we know the truth, it's real knowledge of real truth without seeing the reality. However, we have good reason for believing it. In other words, um, why do we accept that what the church teaches is true? Because we can look at the church and see, wow, it's lasted 2,000 years. It's outlived known civilizations, known empires, and it's been persecuted the entire time. In other words, the church itself is a miracle. The fact that the church still exists is a miracle. It should have been done away with long ago. Just by natural explanation, there's no reason the church should exist. So my point is this. Miracles are meant to give us a reason for believing because what we believe is not blind and it's not something we believe willy-nilly. Human intelligence is involved in what we believe. Human intelligence is uh, involved in our faith, but it, we need, we don't see the, the reality that we believe, but we have good reason. Human intelligence moves us to accept it because through miracles, we have good reason to believe that. Okay. I was playing golf the other day, and I hit a pretty good golf shot, and I said, thank you, Jesus. And my playing partner was a retired United Methodist minister. And he made the comment, he says, I think Jesus has better things to do than worry about whether or not you hit a good golf shot. And I didn't respond correctly, but I've thought about it since then, and my response should have been, I've been taught that God's love, that he's all-powerful, and that he's omnipotent. And I try and get in the habit of thanking God all the time. And while it wasn't a miracle that I hit a good golf shot, I thank Jesus because I keep reminding myself that Jesus loves me and that he's with me and that he has a plan for my life. So my, my next question is not, do I play golf that well? Is that a miracle? But do miracles happen today? Would you say that because of God's grace, do miracles happen today? That's a great point, Tim, and that's the next logical thing to talk about. Yes, miracles happen today. I've seen it. You know, just in my work at uh, St. Dominic's on the south side, I've seen miracle happens. We were able to turn around a destroyed, burned-out neighborhood that nobody thought could ever happen, and we were able to do it through the power of prayer and um, but hard work using human intelligence and human effort and the grace of Jesus Christ as I explained to people um, that uh, it's the reason that I took the leadership role to renew the south side in our section of the south side there at St. Dominic's to revitalize the neighborhood, even though no one believed it could ever happen. The reason I could do it is because I believe in the power of prayer to work miracles. Miracles do happen, and I've seen it. And because I believe in the grace of Jesus Christ to change human hearts. Uh, and so, yes, miracles very much do happen today, and they're not simply due to some natural explanation that we just don't know the cause of. Rather, they are supernatural by nature. The only explanation is 
that God was involved. Okay, well said. So why, why did Jesus work his miracles? Or why, why are there miracles even today? Yeah, so people will accept the truth of the faith. So that we will have reason to believe, to accept the truth uh, that the church teaches us of the Catholic faith. Because without, you know, and without miracles, and, and miracles happen in many ways. Uh, miracles aren't simply public miracles that everyone sees. Miracles are, are personal, too. Personal encounters with Jesus Christ. That you think of the, the drug addict, for example, who comes into contact with the Lord Jesus and turns his life around, his or her life around completely, um, gets out of drug addiction, um, turns their life around. So miracles can also be very personal things that come from an encounter with Jesus Christ. And so, but the point of the miracle is to give you reason to believe that Jesus is risen from the dead, that he is present with us, that we can talk to him, that he is helping us, and he is leading us, um, and uh, we, we can experience the fruits of that. We, we will know it because we experience the fruits of it, what I call personal miracles. I think back to more than one time I should have had several car accidents uh, in particular, I was on 271 North one night, and a deer ran in front of my car. And I saw the deer in front of my car with my headlights on it because it was nighttime. And I closed my eyes, and I, I braced for for an accident. And yet I did not hit that deer. That's just one example of what may have been a miracle, but I used that moment to thank God. When I didn't have the accident, Thank you, Jesus. So so whether I have a miracle or not, I'm not sure, but I want to use it as an opportunity to give praise and thanks to God and acknowledge, as you said earlier, his presence in my life. Exactly. And a reason to believe. You know, we, we need to understand that human resources are wonderful things. Human intelligence is a wonderful thing, and we need to use our God-given human intelligence. Human activity, human creativity is a wonderful God-given gift and that we need to use. At the same time, we need to understand that human resources alone are not sufficient to explain everything we experience in our lives. More than that, human resources alone are absolutely not sufficient to gain eternal life with God forever in heaven. Human resources are involved in our salvation, but by themselves they, they fall woefully short of what is needed to attain to eternal life. We need the grace of the sacraments, the life of grace. And the, and the nice thing about grace is grace works naturally. Grace, as St. Thomas Aquinas taught, grace perfects nature. And it, it works so naturally that sometimes it's imperceptible. It's only after a, a, a good amount of time that we can look back and say, oh yeah, that was God working in, in my life. But you could also say, at any point, it's always God working, right? 
And again, sometimes we perceive it and sometimes we don't. In either case, God's still present. He's still there working, not just in our lives, but our loved ones and our coworkers and the people we interact with on a daily basis. That's right. God is always working. And that's something we need to remember. That's an excellent point, Tim, because it's something we need to remember when, for example, we pray and pray and pray and we think that we don't hear an answer to our prayers or we think that God's not hearing us. No. God is always at work in our lives, moving us, changing us, um, forgiving us, healing us, um, comforting us, sustaining us, showing mercy and compassion. It's a con- with God, it's constant. And, um, you know, while we may not be able to perceive things uh, right away, There will come a time when we'll be able to look back and see it. Well said, Father. You've been listening to Father Greg Maturi as we discuss the UCAT and Jesus working miracles in our daily life. Could you uh, finish the show with a blessing for our listeners, please, Father? May the blessing of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit come upon all of you and remain with you forever. Amen. Amen. We have hundreds of past Faith with Father shows archived. And we now are podcasting all of the new shows. You can subscribe right on our website, livingbreadradio.com. Go to the programming tab and click on Faith with Father. Until next time, this has been Tim Perry saying it's never too late to go back to confession. If you haven't been to confession for a while, this weekend would be a great time to go. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.